All right, there's been quite the commotion. <laughs> Did I spell commotion wrong? Did you just say commotion? Because <laughs> that's how it's spelled right on this sheet right there. <laughs> I think I spelled that wrong, but okay. Return Nation, we are back and better than ever with the new edition of the Weekly Rundown. I'm the writer host, John Dolovacki. And I'm your better host, Wesley Harden. What are we talking about this week, John? Actually, um, I'd have no idea, so this is going to be a fantastic show. Um, we're going to take a look at some of your amazing activities in the world of Strava, some news from around the web, but let's cut the chit-chatter and get started with the legend known as Barty. What do we got? Paul, what's up, man? We missed you. Paul knocked out the weekly half marathon Monday this week as per usual. Paul said that he mostly avoided the rain, but he didn't avoid the gas. I, I don't really know what to say. Was it Hugh? Was it Dave H? Was it yourself, Barty? I mean, where was this gas coming from? The Athens gas out there is a scary thing. You definitely don't want to get caught in that. Barty is approaching number 500 for the weekly half marathon distance streak. He's at 492 as of this recording. Awesome work, Barty, and we'll see you next week. All right, Wesley, let's dive in with some of the craziest results we have seen in ultra running. This past week, Zach Marin ran a marathon distance run every single day. John, this happened like three weeks ago. Has quarantine like messed with your perception of time? I, I think so. I really do. But who cares when this happened because this is just outright insane. Zach started off his week on Monday by running a 2.59 marathon, which is, you know, not bad at all. He also followed up on Tuesday with a 3.17 marathon. Wednesday was a 3.13. Thursday, you figured he'd be getting tired, but no, no. Tuesday, uh, or for Thursday, he decided to run another marathon that was in the 2.53 and um, went on Friday with a 3.13 marathon. And this man is just unbelievably ridiculous and ran a 313 again on Saturday with another 253 on Sunday to close it out. Like what there's not much to say about that besides just absolutely ridiculous. Zach ran 183 miles in what 21 hours 44 minutes. It's just ridiculous. You know John that Zach apparently has a pretty ridiculous 100 beers 100 mile time as well. I don't know what it is personally, but I'd love to hear what it is so I can set some appropriate goals for 2020. What do you guys think, Regeneration Nation? Zach versus Wesley? Could it happen? 100 beers, 100 miles, one week? I'm in. I think there's something there. Yet again, unbelievable effort, Zach. One of my favorite results from this past weekend came from my favorite place to run in the Midwest, and that is the Shawnee Forest. Alex Gold decided to set out and take the FKT of the Shawnee Backpack Trail Loop. The previous FKT holder was Chris Eveland with a time of 7 hours 59 minutes over the course of the 37 miles. Alex started his adventure at 7.30 a.m. at the trailhead at the Shawnee Backpack Forest Loop. The Shawnee Forest is undefeated and Alex found this out very early into his run. Just 1.5 miles in, he twisted his ankle badly on a rock. Alex said, and I quote, it hurt whenever I stepped on the uneven ground and it is fairly swollen after the fact. This did not stop Alex, however, and he continued and completed the North Loop on pace for the FKT. At the start of the South Loop, however, 
Alex stepped in a stream and lost the sole in his right foot. Well, not his foot, his shoe. You don't really, you can't really lose a sole in a foot. You can't lose it in a shoe. But I don't get how you like, if your foot is in a shoe, how you can lose the sole of it when you step in a creek. Like I get if you lose your shoe in the creek, but how do you lose the just the sole? That's just ridiculous. I, I don't even know what to say about that. Yeah, me neither. I think we need a, uh, I think we need a video from Alex telling us what happened. I agree. Alex continued on and finished the loop in five hours, 44 minutes, absolutely blowing the previous FKT out of the water. His girlfriend Valerie and his roommate Nikki appeared to be everywhere out on the course providing moral support. Alex stashed all of his supply beforehand and did not take anything from them, allowing this to be an unsupported FKT. Alex claimed that the Shawnee Forest is becoming a trail running mecca that it deserves to be and is supposed to become. I hope you know that this does not get you off the hook for the Shawnee 50 miler. I know that you were Ohio's ultra runner of the year last year, but I'm a competitor. Show me the starting line, show up, let's battle it out. You'll get the one bib, I'll get the 14th bib, and we'll go head to head. Shawnee 50, because to me right now, the king of the Shawnee forest, forget that Michael Owen guy. You know what I mean? He's, he's done what he's, he doesn't have a single FKT, he doesn't have the fastest time on the course, even unsupported. It's Ben Bruno from Vermont. Ben Bruno is the current king of Shawnee. Alex, show up, show up this, whenever it is, and we'll, we'll take care of it. Let's go. And drunken rant. We mentioned a couple weeks ago that Andrew Wall started a half marathon distance streak, you know, like one does casually. Well, things have gotten out of hand. He officially ran a half marathon every day for 50 days. Andrew's been putting in 130 plus mile weeks and his peak has been 161 miles over a seven day period, which is just absolutely crazy. Andrew set out on the streak. It was hard to fathom what it would eventually become, but obviously it has become greatness. Andrew has been one of the best followers in the Ridge Runner Nation's Strava Club during this whole process. Is he done at 50? Do you think he'll go any more? I bet he's done. Oh Maybe no, not. I bet he's gonna keep going, come on. It's Andrew. True, he is a very impressive gentleman. Well. Keep it up. We want to see more, Andrew. Good job. All right, Ridge Nation, there has been quite the commotion coming from some allegations against Sean Blanton, otherwise known as Runbum. Patrick Gallagher put out the story talking about an interaction with Sean where Patrick said back in 2016, he decided to run the Georgia Death Race, one of Sean's very popular and was used to be a golden ticket race for Western states. For those that don't follow Sean's posts on social, Patrick described them as obnoxious. But recently, Sean decided to create a race in Florida, and after the race was created, he began calling out other race directors from Florida, claiming that his race was the only true epic race in Florida. After seeing these comments from Sean, Patrick fired back and told Sean he was out of line, and then proceeded to apparently block him on all social media and ban him from all of his races. At the time of this recording, the results that were finisher results were changed to DNFs, and then went to DQs by Sean Blanton, and then Ultra Signup stepped in and added in back to times after Sean supposedly reached out to them to do so. Uh, Ultra Signup since changed their code in their system, so race directors could not do this in the future. 
On top of this, there are other allegations. Again, Sean, right now, this situation is changing quickly day by day, and we're going to continue to monitor it and get back to you with what we know more in the future. Uh, Marathoninvestigation.com put an awesome article up on the website, and we'll attach that in the description below if you want to learn more about this incident. Many of you have probably heard of 50 marathons and 50 states in 50 days, which is absolutely just crazy. It's also a good read if you want to go check it out. But Michael Ortiz of Brooklyn is running 100 miles 100 times in 100 weeks. This project is, I mean, just bonkers. Ortiz started in late 2018, and when he was 68 weeks into the goal and on his way to Utah, concerns about the coronavirus skyrocketed. Doing his best to be responsible, Ortiz left for home, which is in Brooklyn. He first ran a 100 mile in his Brooklyn apartment on a 40 foot cardboard track taking 13,200 laps to finish. I don't, I don't even know how you count that. That's over those little clicker things, isn't it? Don't they stop at 10,000? Like, that's ridiculous. He promptly purchased a treadmill to keep going. Currently, Ortiz has completed 74 weeks and will be continuing with his seventh indoor 100 miler starting this Friday. His setup now consists of a treadmill with four fans, a dehumidifier, and two AC units set for 60 degrees. Apparently, he's also using toilet paper which is like it's some sort of commodity to just use it like this to prop this treadmill up to get downhill running in. But I feel that treadmills are heavy and paired with downward force of running, the toilet paper rolls don't really sound very safe. I kind of want to see a picture of this. Oh well, good job and I look forward to seeing you complete this awesome goal. All right, so apparently there's a few Philadelphians who are just absolutely crazy. I mean, I kind of knew that once I moved into the city, but I mean like crazier than I would have anticipated when I first moved here. Two weeks ago, Michael Gagliardi ran 76 miles around the perimeter of Philadelphia. He used Wawa as aid stations along the route. For those of you that don't know, Wawa is basically a better version of sheets and speedways. Impossible. And uh, yeah, no, trust me. It, like I was kind of like, eh, I don't know, Wawa might not be as good as sheets and other totally better. Blows it out of the water. Wawa, however, is not a sponsor for this podcast. It did take Michael 16 hours and 40, 14 minutes to finish the loop 76 miles around the perimeter of Philadelphia. This got me thinking, I should do this. You know what I mean? I'm kind of someone who could run 76 miles maybe on a, the right day. And why don't I just go out there and try to run the perimeter of Philadelphia? I believe that someone else also set out this past weekend and completed this loop in 19 hours I saw the post originally, and since the time, the time we're recording, I haven't been able to find it again to confirm this, but um, from my sources on Saturday, it shows that it was about 19 hours for this person. So back-to-back -back weeks of Philadelphians absolutely crushing it uh, out here on the 76-mile loop. This may be something I have to do in the future. What do you think, John? Uh, probably, and I would, yeah, I need to see this happen. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely stop with the Wawa's, better version of Sheets, and just make make my way out there. If you need a new podcast to give a listen to while you're running, check out this episode of Red Bull's How to Be Superhuman. I just found this one the other day, and Rob Pope sits down with athletes who just seem to defy logic and complete like crazy superhuman feats. On this particular episode, Rob sat down with Anna McNuff, who just last year ran barefoot across Great Britain, logging 2,352 miles barefoot covering terrain from Grady Tarmac to Muddy Moorlands, which I also had to look up because I had no idea what Moorlands are. Wesley, do you know what Moorlands are? 
it's just gotta be like more land, you know what I mean? Like it's not less land, it's gotta be just like the most land possible. <laughs> That's just crazy. Yeah, not even close. But from what I can gather, it was some sort of grassland that's kind of at the bottom of a mountain area. Um, that's, what I, that's what I came up with. I could be totally wrong. If I'm wrong, someone correct me, please. But I can't even imagine what running barefoot for more than a couple of miles on soft grass is like, let alone on all that ridiculous terrain. But I mean, it's, it's, what, it's an amazing accomplishment and uh, it's definitely worth the listen. Yeah, I mean, I bet some dogs. I mean, we did the Ridge Hunter Nation Dogs of the Year uh, segment last last episode, and I bet these dogs would love these moorlands and the grass that these people are running on. I bet that would just be top-notch grass for these people. Do you know, do you actually, wait, wait, okay, John, quick second. Let's give a quick shout out here. The best grass in Ridge Hunter Nation, do you know who it is? Off the top of your head. You don't know who has the best grass in all of Regenerate Nation. Grass. Grass. At their house. No. <laughs> this is like confirmed scientific data that I've kind of processed. Don Lutz. If you don't follow Don Lutz on whatever, Instagram, Strava, he's, he's everywhere. But check out his grass. There's no better grass in all of Regenerate Nation than Don Lutz's grass. And I bet Sage, the dog there, is loving uh, the grass there and actually sage got a shout out for regenerate dog of the year so we'll actually add her into the, the running as well i don't even know where that came from well i guess i guess dawn's got the best grass if you haven't checked out our latest ridge runner live show it's a total must watch we sat down with corey brown who was absolutely fantastic to talk to he shared a new perspective on fkts as well as some other things Corey's actually attempting a 50 mile run this weekend for the first time good luck corey and we hope to see a good strava post this weekend now for our Strava Rundown. Remember, if you want to get noticed on the Rundown, join the Ridge Runners Club by visiting the link in the description below. Um, are you high? Are you high-fiving yourself? You didn't do anything good. No, 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 no. I did. It's not me. This is so. This is my left hand over here, and this is someone else's right hand over here. So I'm just really putting the two together. Me and my partner over here really getting the high-five going together this week. So. Um... Are, are you saying that I'm not doing a high five with my partner over here to my right? I think uh, I think Wesley is, unfortunately at this time, Wesley has been removed from the show. It looks like Emily Daring got half of the world to run a marathon this past weekend for her birthday. Emily ran her first marathon and got Adam Wise, Brad Miller, and James Fox all to join in on the fun. A few others were out there as well running some of these miles for Emily. Congrats and happy belated birthday. Zach Arnold took a tour of the valley with Travis over this past weekend. Um, check out these snowy West Virginia mountains. Come on guys, you gotta be honest. Did you actually climb these mountains yourself or did you take the ski lift to the top? I think I see some footprints, so I'll give you guys the benefit of the doubt. Nice work guys. Krista Miller completed the Yeti 24 hour challenge this past weekend. The pictures that came out of this event are absolutely awesome. Congrats Crystal, I know there was a contingent of Athens runners who completed this challenge this, the weekend before. It appears that this challenge is gaining popularity very quickly. Mick Evans knocked out a marathon distance run on Saturday at Clear Creek. He mentioned that he's probably not running Mohican even if the race does happen. And he cannot believe that the race has not been canceled yet. This is something that we will continue to monitor moving forward. I know personally that there was a backyard ultra that took place uh, overseas this past weekend. And it looks like races are slowly starting to come back. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see for sure. 
And with that, thanks for tuning into this week's rundown from the Ridge Runners. Be sure to check back next week to stay updated on all things trail and ultra, mostly east of the Mississippi. And Nick Voss. In addition, subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit that bell below if you want to be notified every time we release a new video. If you enjoy our shows, give it a share with your friends and hit that like button along the way. I'm your redder host, John Dolovacki. And I'm your better host with the bucket hat, Wessie Harden. And we'll see you next week on the Weekly Rundown.